Hello and welcome to the DFS underscore PhD show for today, the 29th of November. Remember, you're good enough, you're strong enough. And gosh darn it, someone's got to win that money. Might as well be us. And hey, congrats to Stay Odd, aka 1020 Design, for taking down and for getting second last night. I saw on Twitter, I believe he is doing um, the Stochastic Sims tool. So thinking about maybe doing that for the, for the next week. We'll see how that goes. Um, it's clearly very good. Oh, screen sharing is paused. Uh-oh. Resume share. Uh... Okay. I don't know where the screen is going. Uh, okay. All right. Hopefully everything's back now. Congratulations. old Before we get... It's in full screen mode. Can I just escape that? I don't know how to get out of full screen mode. So this may be the cause of more problems as we go along. I had a request uh, to yeah show both on YouTube and in the chat how to do a center fork. And the reason that I don't normally do that is I normally am showing you like after I've already started a build so i'm doing it fresh and i wanted to show you what to do because there's a pretty good center fort today and the name is evitza zubats because you know his upside honestly 32 is even a little bit low if he starts getting minutes and he might against sabonis and the big guys of sacramento i mean we could see him for you know 34 pretty easily but i did 32 to be conservative and to not overwhelm the rest of the value in the um in the set so we got Zubots, and behind Zubots, we have, uh, uh, it used to be Plumley, and now it's Daniel Theis. And Daniel Theis, his upside is like 24. Like, he gets those, he gets extended minutes because Zubots is out, and he can smash. I think it's about a quarter probability he does that, so I, I cap that at a quarter, just like I capped Zubots at a third. And then I go over to the settings, and I enable my Zubots foul trouble rule which i will then show you what it is or i'll build it again because i can't find it is another possibility but i know i have zubots foul trouble zubots there we go plumly zubots for oh i need to change the rule so perfect time to do it on screen so it's a group rule it's the plumly zubots fork or now it's going to be recalled zubots foul trouble and it's no more than one of Plumley or Zubots. No, it's not Plumley anymore. It's Thice, Plumley, and Zubots. Uh, I'm just going to leave Plumley in the rule for later. He's not relevant for now, but, you know, get better Mason Plumley, I guess. It's something we're saying on the show. Ah, holding on to some anti-Duke resentment there is why it's hard for me to say good things to... Uh, Oh, come on. How do I get this? Okay, so now I'm going to show you a little bit about, yeah, just like, number one, if Jokic plays, this is ridiculous not to project him for more than, than Embiid. So I don't know if he plays or not. And, you know, I'm just going to leave it at the projection because if he doesn't play, I don't want to have to remember he's not playing and unclick it. Obviously, I will remember it, but um, I think that's kind of what Saber Sim's doing here. Is they're telling you they don't – actually, what's the line? Denver-Houston. denver houston denver Houston basketball line. We can use this to just tell um, if people think he's going to play or not. The Nuggets are seven and a half point favorites, so I think he might play. 
All right. So assuming he does play, 70 is an easy. You got to give him more than Embiid for expected value. He's getting it every night. Now, I, I do remember and I, I am aware and really it is worth considering. Houston is really bad at pace. They're one of the worst teams in the league at pace. How much will they be able to bring Denver down to them? Um, you know, like, let's go over to advanced stats, sorted by pace. Houston is third to last. And, I mean, we got no Knicks, no Bulls on this slate. So, on this slate, Houston is the slowest team. So, that is appropriate for them to be the lowest points. If you want to, you could set Denver down to 110 or something even, just to emphasize the point that this game is going to be played at a slow pace. So I might do that. I mean, I'm not going to do that just because for this $2,500 day, I'm not going to do my little biasing the the totals thing because it hasn't been working. I've had a pretty terrible week where I've been doing that. So I'm just going to chill. I'm going to chill on that uh, unless I see something that seems really egregious. And at this point, I don't. Orlando at the top, absolutely fine. They're playing Washington. Maybe I goose Washington a little bit because Orlando is not that good of a team. But do I even believe in that? Not sure. I mean, Orlando's a pretty good team this year. So I assume when we look at values, we're going to see a lot of those names. Yeah, these guys also. Yeah, uh, Jaron Jackson, massively underprojected. So probably going to wind up with Jaron Jackson. Probably going to be pretty upset that he gets uh, in foul trouble. But that's definitely where I would start. These values all seem fine. Sangoon, yep. Jabari Smith, yep. I don't know about projecting Aldama for all those minutes. He, he kind of... I don't know. Maybe mm, I'm I'm a less I'm a little more hesitant that Aldama belongs in this this pool of dudes. Maybe 32. He's not quite the same value as the rest of these guys. I don't think. Yeah, Jaden Ivy even like I, I I'd have Ivy up a bit higher. Also, where are those Magic cards? Are they still disrespecting the Magic cards? Like, give me a break, dude. Cole Anthony got to be projected for 36. Come on. I mean, like he's still not really going to make it there, right, on this slate, but. Without Fultz, this dude's just playing insane amount of minutes. Also, Suggs. What, what are you doing? Like, how many minutes is this projecting? Okay, so now I really do need to exit full screen mode, but I don't actually know how to. Well, we're stuck in here. I can't tell you how many minutes we're projecting for Jalen Suggs as a result of being an old man and being stuck in full screen mode. Sure, there's a button somewhere. It's probably very visible on the screen, but I'm not going to be able to get it. So for me... I'm just going to tell you, I'm projecting Suggs for 32 as well. Same exact thing as Cole, because he's the same exact guy as Cole Anthony. To me, uh, one or the other of them may be more... Okay, so I'm giving Cole 35. I should give Suggs 35. Because, like, literally, they're the same exact guy to me. Like, they could take over and run the point and be very assertive or not. Uh, you know, one of them missed their shot staying in the corner. I mean, they, they can only have one point guard this is the problem for the entire magic team but anyway so Suggs is probably the guy for me today I I in my early draft that's definitely where I'm going uh okay so let's look at from the top any where do we start cutting out values I don't know about Booker assuming Durant is in yeah if Durant's in I'm crossing them both off if Durant's out maybe I take a look at Booker Brandon Ingram meh Paul George meh I don't want any of those Clippers Maxi, I just I can get there, but I don't project him for 40. I project him for like 45. Cade, same deal. He's like good. And I mean, we're talking upside case from Jaron Jackson Jr., it's also up there, but I, I'm not gonna 
I think I will put Siakam on the exact same footing. Do I want Kuz? No. Bancaro? Yeah, he's fine, but I'm not going to goose him. All right. No Zion. No Scotty. Scotty's minutes have been a concern. Fred Van Vliet is just priced right. I mean, like, yeah, you can still consider Fred, but he's a little bit too, little bit too expensive. For, looks like Jamal Murray's getting projected minutes. Give me a break, guys. Come on. He hasn't played in a while. I'll probably just take Aldama out if he's going to be 30% owned. I don't, I don't see it. Duran. Ah, here's another part where we have a fork, but I didn't we have a problem. Yeah. The other condition for a fork, so the, the Thice-Zubots thing, every single game. Thice is the backup. He's going to be the backup tonight, 100%. I mean, 95% sure. Who knows? They could do something weird. But we have the problem with Durin. With Durin, yeah, we can we can goose him to, him to his foul trouble case of like 35. He could get there. We don't think he's going to do that very often against Anthony Davis, so we cap it at 15%. But... The problem and the reason we can't do it, uh, fork. And by the way, I was thinking I maybe should call these handcuffs because you guys are familiar with best ball more than you're familiar with chess. But it's not really a handcuff either because you don't put them both on your team and then hope one of them hits. But it's the same principle behind handcuffing. So I don't know. Ah, these early in the morning ones, I have to drink a little bit more water. And I need to drink some coffee, honestly, to get going. I haven't even had my morning coffee yet. This is like 5 a.m., 6 a.m. So uh, if it seems like that's the case, that oh yeah, here's one. So we can do a, a, a so this is Jonas Valanciunas against Embiid. Yeah, they're going to want him to be out there. They're going to want him to be out there as much as he possibly can. Now, can he make it 35 minutes against Embiid? I don't know. But if he does, he's going to smash. Now, who do they go behind him? Jackson's not on the team anymore. Yeah, he's on the Lakers. So it's it's they've been going exclusively Nance, right? So I mean Nance is just going to get this backup run no matter what. So twenty two for an extended Nance where JV gets in foul trouble. That's pretty. I'm guessing that's going to be pretty appealing on this slate, right? Yeah, he's going to be. So that's the reason why I think these are pretty pretty important moves. These hand center handcuffs. Because what do you think? Do you think the odds that that um, Jonas Valanciunas gets in foul trouble against? Embiid are 0.06%. Nah, I think they're a bit higher, right? So, I mean, even if you're 20 maxing, you must be dipping your, your toes in the Larry Nance Jr. pool. You must be dipping your toes in the Daniel Tice pool. These are just, you're, you're going to lose to people like me who are just paying attention if you're not doing that. Uh, we don't really have that many good spots, though, because aside from, oh, yeah, and I didn't make sure to do all parts of this. So, it's a, it's a, uh foul trouble for who was jv nance fork so jv nance fork again is a group rule manual use no more than nick not at least not at least that'll mess up your optimizer no more than one out of Jonas valanciunas and larry nance save rule okay so now we've got the fork we've got most of the forks we'll want now, we don't know what's going on with Denver. I mean, you could build like Jokic lineups and non-Jokic lineups with the DeAndre Jordan fork. Maybe that's something to do. I think I have the Jokic fork, so why not Why not do it? Jokic foul trouble. And then the Jokic foul trouble cases are obviously Jokic smashes or DeAndre, DeAndre smashes. So DeAndre smashes as a backup, probably like 21, which makes him unplayable because he's $4,400. Okay, so... 
you, you can see the reason why forks are generally too cute. Like when the backups start being appropriately priced, then you don't really have the the situation. But yesterday, Mitchell Robinson did pretty well, didn't he? And we were we were all over it. We were all over the Mitchell Robinson fork yesterday, all over. And I mean, Gobert got you there too, didn't he? I mean, I'm just telling you, if you're not paying attention to the centers and the variants of foul trouble, you are losing. You're losing and you're going to lose to me. All right, let's see. Tell you, tell you more about how you're going to lose to me. I'm very confident you should be confident too when you're studying the lineups. I was going to, eventually I'll probably do a plug for the, the actual music I listen to when I am setting lineups, but I mean, I know music can be polarizing. So, um, okay. Let's see. So yeah, uh, shout out to Selection Radio, Base FM in New Zealand. These are the general things that I like to listen to. That's Selection with Joel K on SoundCloud, if you're so inclined. It's just some nice soul. And then once the slate actually gets going, I have to listen to Enya to calm down because that's the only thing I've been listening to since I was uh, flying on planes and, you know, going to and from undergrad, getting scared of planes and stuff to calm me down. So it still calms me down. Walter Kessler, what is this projection? Okay, so pay attention to who starts for, uh, okay, this is another place where we just have to do a fork. So Kessler starts, he's an absolute smash play. You must play him. I mean, like he's absolutely underpriced. He's going to be one of the top plays in this. Oh, he's not quite popping up there. Well, if we give him starter minutes, 34. Yeah. Kessler's got, if he, if he starts, he's one of your best plays of the slate. Absolutely. Without a doubt, point per dollar. Now, who's the other guy though? Like they're probably projecting. Olenek? No, Yurtsevin. Yurtsevin is who's been weirdly starting for them. Yeah. Okay. So this is what's going on. Like, I don't know if you can confidently predict this rotation. Yurtsevin, was he was he getting the backup all the time? It wasn't just like so. Okay, if they if they start Kelly O and and uh, the other guy who we just projected for more minutes, Kessler, then we project Yurtsevin to get the backup minutes. I, I just he's already projected for twenty two minutes. I think we can add the fork rule if we want to, just to show you rules again. You know, um, that's kind of been one of the points of the show. So let's just add the Kessler foul trouble rule. This will be probably what it's like in general because he's going to become a starter again because he's dang good. Don't sleep on Walter Kessler. If you're here and you don't know who Walter Kessler is, go watch a mixtape or something. The kid is good. All right. So no more than one out of Walter Kessler and. I don't know. I, I do like Yurtsevin. So let's make it Yurtsevin because I hope that's the backup in in general, but I'm just not sure it's going to be the backup. So, I mean, like, and we could boost him to 24 or whatever, but I just don't, I don't know. He's limited by Kessler being back, even if Yurtsevin starts, even though I like Yurtsevin. I, I can't get there probably because I don't know what is, like, can I say 24? I don't really know that I want to boost him even that much. So, I've added the rule, but I'm going to leave yours of it as a projection. And it's just a, do I want Walter Kessler or not? When is that game? Is it standalone late game? No, it's at 5 p.m. I think that's a fun, that's a good way to get different or to, to start different. All right. So I think we've made enough changes now. Let me add a filter down here around 20. Looks like around 20 is where, yeah. I don't want anybody under what, 22? Yeah. Okay. So. Filter with my proj greater than 21.9. Bada bang. 
everybody's gone. Now we go and we see the part where I normally would start the video. So make me 20 lineups out of 5,000. We're going to make it 49.8 to 50,000. And oh, today, because of the uh, the tournament I'm doing, I'm doing a very small number of entrants. So just to see like, what should I be playing optimally when it's just these thousand guys I'm trying to beat for a million dollars? Definitely not dwelling on that this is the smallest field tournament I've ever played for a million dollars in the sport I'm the best at. I'm not going to dwell on that at all. Of course, I'm dwelling on it, man. I've had such a bad run of this week. So I'm hoping it can turn around here for the biggest day of the week. I just need one golden bullet. Let's see it. One day. One time. Rise to the top of all of the best dudes in the world playing all of their best lineups. Let's see it. Feeling confident. Ready to win. I hope you guys are too. Um, thanks for joining me, by the way. I haven't said that in like a number of shows since I'm doing this show at like 6 a.m. now. And it's hard for me to say thank you. But I mean, almost like 100 of you watching every show. We've got over 200 subscribers across all media now. It's really cool. It's great to have you guys. I like to think and talk about basketball from the absolute second I wake up. To, I mean, I was thinking about it an hour before the show, honestly. So, you know, that's like 445 my time. I'm waking up. I'm like, all right, let's have a look. Let's have a look. Are we playing Jalen Suggs? Are we playing Jalen Suggs? It's like I'm waking up in the morning thinking about playing Jaden Ivy and Jalen Suggs. It's like my very first thought. So they're probably core. I mean, I'm guessing. Because, yeah, okay, so Suggs I have as core for sure. Uh, I don't know where Ivy is. Let me double check. But since that was like waking up from a dream, yeah, what are we doing projecting Ivy? Oh, look, I've got the scroll bar now. So Ivy minutes, 32 minutes. Give him 32 points then. I mean, let's not be disrespectful to the kid. Anyway, I mean, I, I am con he's not that great of a play. He's probably not core. He's good, though. Oh, 85%. Well, never mind. Okay, we got exposures. So, yep, I like that. Jabari Smith. You know, I was looking at that too, Saber Sim. I was looking at that too. I don't know what to do with Mo Wagner. Because, like, he's got a pretty solid floor. I want to get him in there, kind of. But does he have a ceiling? Like, we're already projecting him for all the minutes, right? Oh, 21 minutes? They're giving him 26 points. So... Orlando's playing Washington. Washington's the fastest-paced team. Also, that game is an expected blowout, right? Yeah. So the combination of these things kind of do make it reasonably likely to be a Mo Wagner-Basham game. You know what? Yeah. I I can't really... I don't have any problem with any of these. So I, I'll limit these just to reasonable levels. Like Jabari can be core because he's really clearly underpriced. Mo Wagner, if you want him, he can be core for you. Like Gafford could be core level dude. Um, I don't know about Bain. I just I don't feel strongly enough that he's got. I mean, listen to me say the thing that's going to be definitely what sinks me tonight. But what's the upside at his price, right? I mean, like it just doesn't seem like that much to me. So I'm gonna gonna axe my Bain, and then it's gonna tell me, oh, I can't meet exposure. I know you can't meet your exposures. That's why I'm setting the exposures, so you can try. All right, Keontae George, yep, yep, Keontae George is fine. He's fine value and a guy with upside. Like, in that game, he could take all the shots and make all the shots, and they're going to give him more shots. He's a good kid. But, I mean, still, probably not at the same level as these other guys. I think probably 
Yeah, I'll put him at 50, 50 50 if I were doing. I'm probably not going to enter all these lineups today because I don't want one of my not $2,500 lineups to hit on a day where I have one of them. Maybe, yeah. No, not going to do it. Just going to run the one lineup, put all my money behind it today. Even though it's very uncomfortable and that's not my real process. So maybe I should enter the 20 and then just pull my best one. I don't know. That hasn't been working. That hasn't been working. The hand building hasn't been working. So something's going to work though. We're going to turn that corner and it only has to work one time. One time today. Let's see it. Let's have a nice little lineup. Let's have all these guys that I've randomly adjusted their projections upward work. I think Cole Anthony, I think he's still in play, guys. I mean, like, I'm aware the price is up. I'm just like, I don't know. What can we project? Number one, fastest game. Number two, they played him a lot of minutes. Like, let's go over to Popcorn Machine. This is where you should go if you ever have a question about, like, projections, how many minutes a guy could play. Orlando, I remember, played a couple days ago. Or yesterday? No. A few days ago. Yeah. So let's go to that one. And you can just see. How many minutes did our friend Cole Anthony play? He played 32 minutes, including the last 18 minutes of the game consecutive. So 32 minutes is about his ceiling. That if he comes off the bench, we're not going to get more than 32. We have him in there for 27. So yeah, that, that's how we get to... Th- I It's just the ceiling. Because in 32 minutes, the most he could get is like 35 points, and that's just meeting value. So I just I don't think I can get there today on Cole. Um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna roll that back just on uh on minutes do not exist. So now on the same on the same considerations, let's look at Suggs. 32 minutes equal. Oh yeah, 32 minutes. We were projecting him for less minutes. But sometimes it just won't make sense. So we've got Ivy, but we're Suggs. Suggs. Now we go over to Suggs minutes. 28.5. So he's a guy you can give him a few more minutes, but not quite that many minutes. So our, our slam dunk case is not really there for Suggs either at 6,000. Yeah, my heart wants, the heart wants what it wants, but also in this case, my heart is remembering. And you have to stop your heart from remembering. These guys were great plays a couple slates ago. As the day goes on, I don't know if I'm going to stay with them as great plays for today. Jaden Ivey, great play for today. Jabari Smith, great play for today. Mo Wagner might be a great play for today. I, I'm I'm talking myself into it, guys, live on the show. I didn't like him. I'll be honest. My gut is not on Mo Wagner today. I looked at it. I was going to go Gafford and Wagner maybe as an interesting play to like get some exposure to that game. And then I was like, can they both get there? Number one. And number two, what's the, I mean, Wagner's at 5k, right? Like he's up there. Yeah. He's at 5k. That's a lot to pay for Mo Wagner for bench minutes that he could smash in. I I just, I think he could smash. I think there really is almost nowhere else to go right now on the slate besides my weird forks. So you can choose either. You go with the chalky. Oh, yeah. Let's make sure I do address the chalk. Derek Rose is chalk. Okay. I don't know what's going on with that. Neither one of these makes any. If these guys are going to be chalk, y'all, y'all can have them. Uh, I'm not going to be playing these guys as chalk. Derek Rose and Sandy Aldama in a rotation where, like, I'm pretty sure that rotation is just all over the place, right? Like, if we go to Memphis rotation, was Memphis Grizzlies, when did they most recently play? Memphis, Memphis, Memphis. We got one here. 
Aldama in the most recent game had a terrible one and got didn't play the fourth quarter at all. Played 27 minutes, got completely benched even before the blowout. So, oh, okay, I, I don't I don't think you can play that with confidence. Who's his backup? Who's oh Biombo? Right. So he's not really his backup though. That's the thing. They're playing like Biombo, but then who's rotating in for him is like Vince Williams Jr. And Jaron Jaron Jackson is becoming the backup five in this scenario. So, and you can't really do like a a, a fork with a Biombo and then Jaron Jackson. You can, but they they could both go off together because they're out there together, right? They're out there together in the first minutes of the game when Jackson's playing the four. So we're, we'll get some backup five minutes for Jackson. I just don't love the minutes for Aldama here. I mean, like he could get there, but where's our D Rose minutes? Also, D Rose minutes twenty. Now, he, he should pick up another shift in a competitive game, another six minutes. So 26 minutes from D-Rose. Okay. Uh, I'm closer I'm closer to the case for D-Rose than I am. Yeah, 26 is definitely in play for D-Rose, actually, and properly projected. He's got to be in the pool. That's a mistake. There's a reason the people are on him for a reason. I need to be on him for a reason as well. Because um, I, I think in a competitive game, he's going to get 26 minutes and be a smash play. Now, I, you just turn me to the exact opposite calculation for Aldama. I, I think you can still put him in the pool if you want. I'm not, I mean, like, if you're 150 maxing, you should defensively have 15%, even as a really heavy fade. You know what I mean? But for me, 20 maxing, I think that's going to be a stand I stick with. I just don't see, like, that. He's great, but we're already baking in a ton of upside here for Aldama. So um, I'm not going to bake in further upside for Aldama. You're just going to leave him out of the pool. Any other questionable chalk here? Batum? Ooh, no thanks. Gross. What are y'all doing? Yeah, don't don't play. I mean, you got to be a much smaller slate, like a two or three gamer for me to be considering Nick Batum at this stage in his career. He's got nothing in the tank. I mean, really, I'm an on-click OG and a newbie, too. Like, I just don't – I haven't seen it from him. You've heard it on the show before. Until he makes me pay, I'm going to I'm gonna say he's washed. He, he looks – he's looking washed this year. So, OG, I, I welcome you to show me up like Siakam has this week and, and come back and, like, play like you did last year. But it's a, it's tough sledding looking at OG play, man. It's He's looking really bad. Okay. Um, but besides, so that's my my number of chalk calls. My chalk calls of the day are good chalk, pretty much all of it, except Aldama, Batum, and Ananobi. And so, okay, I told you some center forks. I told you where I'm going for the slate. Probably be some Jaron Jackson Jr., probably be some Jaden Ivey. I don't think it's going to be Desmond Bain. I Maybe. I don't. We'll see. I He's not core like the rest of these guys are core. You know I like Suggs still. I'm worried about the upside on Suggs, obviously, at this point, having looked up the minutes. So probably it's more like Ivy, Jaron Jackson Jr., Jabari. Jabari's the third core. Yeah. Those are guys for at the start of the day. Again, it's too early. Don't listen. That core, come to the Discord or go to some other Discord or run your Sims, whatever it is. I am meaning to be like on your council of dudes, speaking some some wisdom to you from the mountaintop. But you are the decider. You are existing in a later time period. Is there another guy who needs to be at the top of this value list in consideration? Probably. It's been like, what, we got 14 teams? 14 teams means 14 times 15 guys. That's like 210 guys. On the injury reports today, 
And on 210 guys, we're going to get five percent chance somebody got injured in warmups or this morning has something go wrong. Five percent chance of a midday downgrade sounds reasonable. And whatever midday downgrade it is, you need to know it and you need to react to it. So anyway, uh, as much as this show is great, and I, I appreciate you guys for watching, we've circled back to it twice now. But you need to do some work later and you need to make sure you have your, as we lead up to lock and after lock, uh, your crunch going all the time. And yeah, that you're ready for those those last, last second news is the absolute best news for you. Uh, it should be. And if you're getting burned by last second news, don't play this game. Don't play NBA basketball. Like you need to, when NBA DFS happens at the beginning of the games, when they lock, you should feel like you have the best lineups. Yeah, I know how it feels for the rest of the game. Trust me, the rest of this week has felt that way every single day. But at, when the game's lock, you should feel like you were on the, you you had all of the, you know, the news and you knew what the best move was and you you picked your highest, whatever, however you put it, SIM ROI, your highest Sabre score lineup, your highest, whatever. It's a, it's a lineup that you really like and you really think has the best shot to win at the beginning of the day. So if you feel any other way, if you feel like, I don't know what's going on or whatever, cut back on that allocation until you feel like you are king of the world. Like you're going to go out there and you're going to beat freaking Utical today for a goddamn million dollars. All right. Probably shouldn't curse on the show, but remember you're good enough. You're strong enough. And gosh, darn it. Someone's got to win that money. And Hey, for basketball, they only do it a few times a year and it's a million dollars today. <laughs>